You know what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. So, we want you to feel at home with yourself. To have an understanding of what being human truly means. And to be a witness to the things that are happening within you. We're here for the good. The bad. And the downright ugly. <laughs> so, come on this journey. And be messy with us. You are listening to The Real Meaning of Humanity with Alexis. That's my name. And you're Krista. Yeah, that's me. Okay, can you say a word for me? Okay. How do you say, like, if you were, if let's think about baseball, okay? Wait. They have a glove and they have to do what for the ball? Catch. <laughs> okay. Did I not say it right? No, it's catch, not catch. Catch. No, it's, it's not. It's an A. Catch, catch up. Is spell is pronounced catch <laughs> no, no. because there's an e, but when no. you spell catch, I've never see, heard you say catch catch. I've never heard you say that. You don't. You didn't even recognize it. You don't know catch. catch. You catch it, or you, you catch the it. ball. You caught it. You catch. Okay, catch it. Caught. You didn't say it. you. Wait, catch caught. I can't even. Say it. <laughs> no, you. Okay, I am playing catch. I'm playing catch. No, I am playing catch. Let's go play catch. Catch the ball. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone who's listening, please just tell me how you say catch. You say it like catch. 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 (laughs) We'll agree to disagree. For real, this is one of the things we don't agree on. Oh, my gosh. Just because the other day, freaking Kevin was walking out of the door and he was like, Oh, I was like, he was going fishing. I was like, oh, go catch a fish. And he was like, you know what? That's one thing you taught us is how to say, say catch correctly. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, catch. I always say catch. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, you've been wrong your entire life. Literally, no. <laughs> Literally saying catch, like that sounds weird. That sounds like I'm... Like, my body rejects it when I it. <laughs> Instant rejection. No. So it's catch. Okay. Any catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> okay. Anyways. Good freaking Lord. What are we talking about today? Uh, you yeah. actually wanted to talk about this. You know what? I feel like there's just several different, you know, things that I've, like, relearned this week. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that I feel like could be helpful to a lot of people. I feel like between the both of us, there's like several different Oh, yeah. Do things. I have some things to Do say? Do I have something <laughs> to say? And then I want to share. Oh, it's just going to be great, okay? <laughs> there's not really like a specific thing, just like all the things, okay? Um, But one thing, and this is my, I fucking love this saying. I love this idea. I love like my brain wrapping around this idea too. And it's the fact that you are in control of absolutely fucking nothing. Control <laughs> is just an illusion. Yes, like the fact that you literally cannot control anything except for your own thoughts, your own reactions. Like that is the only thing that you can control. You cannot control anything else outside of your life. You're just simply like reacting to whatever happens. Like that's it. Yeah, or responding. Responding, yes. Choosing what you want to say or how you Mm -hmm. want to go about things. Yes, it's almost like, okay, this platter is going to be served and I just have to choose what I'm going to do with it. That's basically it. Like in life, Mm. you get served something and then you're like, okay, well, what am I going to do? How am I going to react? How am I going to respond? How am I going to go about this platter (laughs) that's being served to me? Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have run into that. For the last month. <laughs> okay, so for those of you out there, I am currently in the process of buying a home. Yay! Yay! Super excited. Um, however, you've probably super also frustrating. yes, you've probably also seen how like this is like the worst time to buy a home because of just oh how crazy God. the market is. Oh yeah, well I'm trying to get a new car right now and I can't. And that's yeah, literally if you're buying anything that's like a huge like thing to buy in your life. It's just a shit show trying to buy it. Yeah. Um, lots of obstacles. Lots of lots of <laughs> obstacles. So basically, just a short version. I 
was supposed to close on my house. So for those of you, if you've never gotten a house before, that basically means this is when I sign the papers, get the keys. Okay. Right. I was supposed to close on my house April 5th. Today's date currently that I'm speaking on is <laughs> April 28th. Okay. Um, and still has not gotten the keys. <laughs> still haven't gotten the keys. Okay. So obviously there's been some frustration with that. There's been some um, uphills way downhills mm-hmm. like deep in the depths okay and yeah. um honestly if i'm being honest going through this whole process and my my closing date being pushed back not one two three four but five times now um there's been a lot of big feelings with Ooh, that let's talk about them let's talk about them mm-hmm. okay um there's been you know feelings of happiness i'm so excited i can't wait to get the keys oh my god i'm about to be a homeowner like i'm a real adult now like you know all those different feelings that you feel feeling accomplished feeling feeling like you succeeded a goal in your life that you didn't think would actually happen exactly and i'm like oh my god it's here like this is crazy like this is something to be celebrated i'm like i'm truly joyous about it and then you know um then the first like pitfall about you know how my it had to be pushed back i'm like you know what man that really sucks but Hey, I'm still getting house. Like I still like felt good. I was like, it's okay. And then the second time it gets pushed back and I'm like, you know, Krista, like I'm telling myself everything that I tell other people, like you can't control it. Like just stay positive. It's still going to happen. And then the third time it gets pushed back and I'm like, okay, (laughs) I'm just not like, I literally like would force myself not to really think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I don't want to go on this emotional roller coaster of being happy and then it getting ripped out from under me, being like, oh no, just kidding, you gotta push it back again. So my feeling is kind of like, okay, all right, so maybe I'm not gonna get so excited anymore. And then it gets pushed back for a fourth time. And at this point, I'm not really optimistic like I would want to be. I'm pretty negative. Like anytime somebody asks me, I'm like, yeah, if I get the keys. Yeah, if we get the house. Yeah. Like my whole like mood and dynamic. Yeah, Mm -hmm. change. Like even my realtor made a comment about how, you know, Krista, every time I call you and you answer the phone, you're like, hi. (laughs) Like that was my response because at that point I was like, I feel so beat down by this whole thing. Like, and then... More recently, <laughs> more recently, um, again, super excited. We were like on the closing day that was supposed to happen. On the closing day, like I'd already told my team that I work with, like, hey, I'm about to leave. I'm about to go get the keys. I can't believe it's actually happening. Like, I'm allowing myself to get excited again. And I could you not, 20 ish minutes before the meeting, they call me and they're like, Krista, I'm so sorry, but like, we have to push it back again. I wish I was joking, but like, you're not gonna be able to close for another three days and I just remember like being in my car and I think I just instantly just like bursted into tears because at that moment I was like oh my god something that I was so excited about something that I felt like I was gonna be so accomplished all these things like are now making me feel like I'm a failure making me feel like I Mm -hmm. didn't do what I could have done it made me feel like I'm not actually really this you know, accomplished adult that I felt like I was at the beginning because of all these ups and downs. And I literally felt like shit the rest of the day. Like that part that it just, it just ruined the rest of my day. And, um, and then it wasn't until the next day when I woke up and I was like, Krista, you forgot. (laughs) Like you were doing so good at the beginning, you know, the first two times it hit you in the face, you were doing so good at staying positive and being like, you know what? I cannot, you know, control the things that happen. I can just control the way I react, the way I respond. Um, and then it was like after like the third, fourth, fifth time, you just completely didn't take your advice at all anymore. Like you just completely let your feelings brain take over and just... What I would what I would what I would say is like losing control, but what I more so mean is like my feelings overpowering my logic mm. instead of them working together. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You yeah. see what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I had to sit there and remind myself over and over again, like Krista, what are the positive things in this? Mm-hmm. You're not homeless. 
you won't have to pay your mortgage for for another month, you know, because like, you could just get the first month. Right. Like, so I had to put that into practice of like, okay, shitty fucking things are going to happen in your life. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. cannot control those things that happen. Okay. And it might be easy to control it the first one or two times when things go bad. But what happens whenever it's the third, the fourth, the fifth time, whenever something keeps knocking you down, are you still going to be able to control your reaction to it? Are you still going to be able to stay positive and, you know, tell yourself, you know what, I can't control the things that are happening to me. I can just control the way that I react. So how do I want to feel? I can control that, you know, but after you've been beaten down more than two or three times, it's hard to do that. And so I felt like this week I really had to step back and be like, okay, Krista, you are really good at staying positive the first few times. But then when you keep getting knocked down, then all of a sudden you want to stay down. You don't want to get back up. You know what I mean? So I feel like that was kind of the lesson that I was learning this week was like, how do I continue to go whenever it's not just two or three punches, it's four, five, six, seven punches that knock you down in a row? Like, how do I keep going in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think that through my journey, I'm really good at, hey, knock me down once. I'm pop right back up. Right. <laughs> you know Even I mean? twice, I'll get Even back twice, up. Even twice, I'll get back up. Yeah. The third time, I'll still get back up. I'm going to be limping a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah, then, a little bruised. Yeah, but then, like, the fourth, fifth time, like, I haven't got that mastered yet. Like, I'm still yeah. trying to figure out ways that I can be like, okay, Krista, remember, these things are going to happen. How are you going to control your inner peace, your narrative, your reality? How are you going to control that so that... It's not controlling you. Mm. So yeah. that was a huge thing that I had to relearn, I feel like, this week. And and that's the thing, though, is I feel like the cool thing is, is that, you know, a couple years ago, I'd just be learning how to even get back up the first time. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? was just going to say that. But mm-hmm. you can, like, see the growth now that, okay, Crystal, cool. Like, you know, God has shown you how to get up the first time, but now he's trying to teach you how do you get up, like, the fourth, the sixth yeah. time, just in case, you know, something does happen. How yeah. do you keep going? And I feel like every single person who's listened to this podcast has probably been beaten down more than one time. Or this week. Or this week. Like, even this week. Like, in your lifetime, this week, it seems to happen that, like, when one bad thing happens in your life, you know, several start following it, you know? (laughs) It's like, hey, you going to Krista? All right, I'm coming too. You know what I mean? Like, those bad energies, that bad, you know, all that stuff is coming and they're just, like, tag along, you know? And so... It's really important to try to figure out how you can continue pushing through and persevering even when it seems like like the whole world is against you. Yeah. Can I say something? Yeah. Okay. I do want to say, because I did want to encourage you a little bit because I've noticed a couple of things while you're talking. And um, <laughs> That's why I love our friendship. <laughs> but I noticed that like, and this is completely normal. Yeah. I just want to like give grace more to you <laughs> than you're giving to yourself. <coughs> she just coughed. It's fine. It's fine. Um, give some grace towards you than you're giving to yourself because like, like you just said, Krista a year ago wouldn't have even gotten back up. Right. She would just have fallen and just kept going downhill and just had her mind and thoughts race and let her, you know, um, negative belief systems be truth yeah instead it's not that anymore you're still looking at life of like okay this isn't this is not gonna tear me down this isn't gonna take me out Mm -hmm. this is only temporary we're gonna get there i don't know when i'm gonna get the keys or how i'm (laughs) definitely gonna get the freaking keys um but i do want to say like and i do this too where i feel like gosh, like I've worked so hard at this. This is, this has been such a practice that I've um, been learning for a year or months or weeks now. Why haven't I gotten this down? Mm -hmm. And it's more like, hey, no, you're actually doing really good. Yeah. And this is actually pretty normal to get upset and frustrated about this. Mm -hmm. The only thing is like, yes, what you said, like, okay, do I need, am I going to allow this to have power over me? And let my feelings be my complete truth because I think it's really, really good. I will stand by this to feel what you need to feel. Oh, yeah. In that moment. I think it's so healthy. I think it's good to normalize that. 
but I also do feel like our whole feelings when especially when they're very overwhelming and all these thoughts and emotions are racing and we feel like oh my god this is my reality yeah and this is my truth sometimes it the in most cases it is not yeah it's just what you need to feel so you can talk to your talk to yourself that self-talk which we've talked about on this podcast like giving yourself that self-talk of like okay this is really annoying and I'm really pissed and frustrated Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) I'm pissed because I really thought I was doing a good job in my life and I was you know I'm this age and I'm I ha- I'm already getting a house. This is amazing. This I feel like I've succeeded. And now that this isn't happening for me, oh now there's some part of me that feels like I failed, like what you just said. Right. And and now you're saying like, "Oh, then I failed at life." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you didn't you actually didn't fail at all. Yeah, there's literally it's nothing that on, you could do. It's on pause right now. Yeah. Krista, you're not failing. Yeah. <laughs> you still have the house. You're still buying the house. You're not a failure. Even if you didn't get this house, you still succeeded a lot in your life. Yeah. It's just crazy how, like, that's my, that's, like, an automatic thought. Yeah. It's like, well, I it's know. it's a normal thought. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, but I know logically that I didn't fail. Yeah. But my thought's like, oh, you failed. See, it didn't happen how you were, how you thought it was going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. failure. You know what I mean? Like, that was automatically what came to my brain instead of giving myself that grace. You know what I mean? But I do appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's so, because even like me, I've struggled with this week. Mine's a little bit different, but we have had the same challenges when it comes to control. Yeah. Now I've learned in just my experience, like control is truly just an illusion. Yeah, It makes you think that you have something that like, like you're basically in control of something that like no pain or no hurt can come at you but that's just a protector because pain and hurt is still going to come for you in your life it's just a part of the human experience so but I've had trouble this week with like (laughs) 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 with some people in my life and um it's it's like wow no matter how hard like I try or even communicate to you, I really cannot control you. Yeah. Like I cannot control a person if they want to be kind or not. Exactly. I can't control somebody if they don't want to get self-aware. Mm-hmm. I can't control someone if they want to get breakthrough or healing or um, I just can't control anyone's actions of what they want to do for themselves in their own life. Yeah. I just want to pause because I feel like this is like a huge thing for Alexis because if you don't know Alexis like really, really well, then you probably don't know how big her fucking heart is and it's like as big as she is. Okay. (laughs) And so like, of course, naturally her heart's desire is to help people. She wants, especially if she has unlocked something, she's like, I want you to feel this too. I want you to have what I have. I want you to feel this freedom. I want you to have, be self-aware. I want you to do these. And so in that that's where like that control comes from. No, I love you. You're going to learn how to be self-aware. You know what I mean? Like, can you just open your fucking eyes, please? Can you just do it? Because I love you and I just want you to be there. (laughs) Okay. So like, this is a hard thing for Alexis to, you know, overcome because her heart is like, just do it. I promise you like it's worth it. You know what I mean? So that, that thing about control is, is a hard thing concept yes and that's why I have so much compassion towards people who like feel like (laughs) who have who struggle with controlling and controlling like you know family or friendships or wanting this one person to like get like can you just open your eyes like can you just really hear what I'm saying Mm -hmm. um and so it was just more like that but then I I literally had to come back to myself of like (sighs) okay (laughs) This is a trigger for me. Yeah. Whenever I can't get someone to feel something or I can't get someone to like really hear me or see like the healthy versions or a healthy way to go about things, Mm -hmm. it's a trigger for me as if like, 
oh my gosh, then I feel helpless. I feel powerless as if like I can't help anybody. Right. It's more of like a codependency too. There's a little mix in there as well. There's yeah. a mixture of things. Well, I like the powerlessness too. Yes, it, mm-hmm. I do feel powerless. And so it's more like, okay, now I took a step back. I'm like, okay. And I gave myself that self-talk. It's, it's more of like a little girl um, right. need that isn't being met. Um, and I'll explain more of that later. But so I had to give myself self-talk, let, let my little girl know that like, okay, Alexis, what you have to say matters, Mm -hmm. even if they aren't listening. Right. And your voice matters. And okay. And then how can I choose to still stay powerful and still feel like this person isn't taking from me or there is, I can still stay true in my identity, mm-hmm. the core of who I am and what God calls over me instead of what other people say about me, right? Right. And so I have to stay in true. Like, how can I choose to stay powerful even when this person wants to act like this? And that's mm-hmm. on them. But how can I choose to respond or how can I choose to not let this take so much of me where it's draining me and where Mm -hmm. I feel powerless? I think it's more of that where I've, you know, asked myself that this week. Yeah, I love that. I love two things about that because one, you're validating your own thoughts. Mm -hmm. You're validating your own feelings. feelings. You're validating everything that is going on within you and that's a huge thing. And then second, you're taking that validation, you're taking those feelings, you're taking those thoughts, and you're problem solving. You're figuring out, okay, this is what I have, now what can I do with it? And what can I do with it that's going to benefit me and the people that I love that's around me? How can I serve everyone? And what my conclusion always comes to is like, okay, I need to set boundaries then. Absolutely. Because this person is not getting it, (laughs) or these people are not getting it. So I'm going to set some boundaries for myself so I can not feel so drained from this community or this one person and, um, or this, you know, group of people (laughs) and, um, where, where are some boundaries where I can still give love to them because they're a part of my life Mm -hmm. and I still love them, but what are other ways where I can still protect and honor myself and respect my heart mm-hmm. and have boundaries? Okay, do I need to not, you know, be around them as much or talk to them as much or, you know, like in conversations, like here's boundaries around that of what we can talk about and what we or what I don't feel comfortable in talking about with you now. Yeah. See, the thing that I love about boundaries, though, is because I feel like it is a huge thing for you as a person because I feel like prior to setting boundaries it was okay I'm gonna put aside everything that I need in order to satisfy you yeah I will completely put myself on the back burner in order to make you happy and that never works it only works for a certain time but it it works to the people who are getting the benefit of it (laughs) okay it works for those people but it doesn't work for you who you're putting on the back burner well and when in doing that i'm gonna let you finish yeah but i want to say this in doing that when you put yourself on the back burner guys you are neglecting Mm -hmm. and abandoning yourself i've said this before but i'm gonna go even on a deeper level with it because i literally just learned this this week and i was like whoa i've done this so when i say you are neglecting and abandoning yourself you're actually abusing this little boy or this little girl inside you yeah and you're either becoming your parent your mm-hmm. mom who did that to you, you're becoming your father who did that to you, neglected or abandoned you. And it's like you are mirroring the type of love that you had when you were a child and now you're giving it to yourself in your adulthood and it's creating a cycle, it's creating belief systems, it's creating the reason why you think the way you think and the reason why you feel the way you feel because you're always neglecting and abandoning yourself. So when we put boundaries up, when we take our power back, because boundaries are actually protectors, Mm -hmm. they're not a... A wall to keep people out. No, not at all. A wall to keep people out is just you're being bitter, and that's a whole nother word. Yeah, and maybe maybe people can set boundaries to do that, but in this instance, that's not the... No, boundaries are actually protecting yourself and also protecting that person that you're putting boundaries up with, and you're honoring them and their heart because you don't want to resent them. Exactly. 
Exactly. You I don't want to like, continue this cycle. Yeah. I feel like it's just basically putting boundaries is more so like even the playing field for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like it was almost like they took up 80% and you took up 20. And I don't know what I'm saying when I'm take, saying take up, but I mean like in the situation, it's like you're willing to, to make yourself smaller in order to make them feel good. Yeah. And so it's, it's more so making like, okay, well, no, I'm 50%. You're 50%. Like that's our size. Whenever, whenever we think about who matters, we both matter. So it's 50. Yes. Yes. And so boundaries is letting yourself matter a little more. Yeah. That's basically what they are is being like, okay, I'm tired of neglecting myself. I'm tired of feeling this way. I'm tired of smiling to your face. And then absolutely hating everything that just happened when I go home. Like yes. I'm tired of that. And, and, and I am going to build resentment if I keep doing that. And I don't want that because I love you. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, so what can I do in order to even that playing field? How can I still love you and not resent you? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and that's by setting those boundaries and it's learning, okay, when to set boundaries, how to set boundaries, mm-hmm. how to do it still respectively, respectively, respectfully mm-hmm. so that it's not a, you know, relationship that's going to be tarnished because of them. It's just, I'm actually going to stand my ground now and let you know, Hey, this is how I feel. And yes. this is the reason why. Um, one thing I want to share with you that I, um, wrote down earlier. So I don't know why I just randomly had this thought. I was like, there are like three things that I feel like if the world as a whole could just get a grasp of I feel like it would be a much better world to live in Mm, okay if we normalized our feelings Mm, that's so good okay if we normalized responsibility (laughs) yeah and if we normalized empathy yes can you imagine (laughs) if all three of those things were normalized Alexis I understand how you feel I am sorry taking responsibility I'm sorry that I made you feel that way Mm -hmm. and then having empathy like I guess that's still understanding how you feel yeah. and be like, okay, what, Empathy, what do you I'm like, I get it. I, I get totally it. Yeah. like feel what you're feeling. I see it. Yeah. I think it's so valid. I think yes. it makes sense. And I want to reiterate validation <laughs> <laughs> does not mean you are telling that person you're right. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. You're in, in an argument. Like let's say you're in an argument with somebody and you're saying you're valid. No, no, no. You're not telling them that you're right, that they're right. And you're actually not telling them that they're wrong either. Validation is not based off of right and wrong. It's just based off of you are valid in your feelings. Your feelings are a conclusion of what, you know, the story you've told yourself, the experience that you've had, and this, your feelings are a conclusion of that. That makes sense. Okay. In my head, is validation not basically kind of like empathy? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Okay, right? Like, it's just having empathy. Like, okay, I can see if I was in your situation, I see why you would feel that way. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. You are valid in feeling that way because if I was in that situation, I'd probably feel the same damn way. Yeah. It's it's just validating, not saying that you're wrong or you're right. Like, it's just, I it see makes why. Sense. It makes sense. Empathy. Yeah. And so I, I don't know why. I was just I was just driving. I was like, you know what? I feel like every single relationship and interaction and just the world in general <laughs> would be such a better place if like we normalize all those things because so many people are too afraid to share their feelings or they, you know, don't know how to show empathy or, um, you know, they, they don't know how to take responsibility. And that's a big one too, is realizing like, oh, you know what? Yeah. I fucked up. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. Let me clean up my mess. Let me clean up my mess. Let me go apologize. Let me go take ownership. Yeah. You know, let me not play the victim anymore because there is a part that I played in this as well. And, and because you see a lot of people, like, if they have trouble re- taking responsibility, a lot of the time, instead of taking the responsibility, they push it on other people. And that, yeah, that's playing get, the victim. Yeah, that gets confusing mm-hmm. for those other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just a constant cycle. So I was like, you know what? Man. The world would be such a better place if just these three things, mm-hmm. which you don't see. It doesn't sound like that's a huge thing, but mm-hmm. it really is. Well, also in normalizing, like, counseling. Yeah. To be honest, like, getting, seeking advice or guidance. Yes. Like, normalizing that in a way of, like, I'm going to pay somebody mm-hmm. to listen to me and give me sound wisdom or guide me to a solution but okay if I think about counseling this way okay 
I'm sure every single person in here has gone through kindergarten through at least 12th grade. Yeah. Okay. You went to somebody to learn about reading, writing, science, math, social studies, all of these different things. You went to somebody to learn about that. Mm-hmm. When have you ever went to somebody to learn about how you work? Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. your brain works, how your body works, how any of those things and work. specializes in that. Exactly. And that's what counselors are. Counselors are basically the teachers that teach you about your feelings, your emotions, your brains, how they work together. Well, the doctors. Your brains. You only have one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, even doctors don't really explain it to you. But counselors yeah. like explain to you how they are all connected, what you can do to keep them, you know, kind of... But just like we need to get a checkup within our bodies, like at least once a year, you have to get like, well, you don't have to, people don't do it. You should get a checkup at least once a year just to make sure like physically in your body, like everything's good. Like, is it working well? Am I okay? Am I healthy? Mm -hmm. And you know, you pay to go to a doctor's visit for that. And so why is it not, why is it so a negative connotation on like, oh, if a girl or a guy has a therapist or a counselor, what's wrong with you? Yeah. What are you going through? Nothing's wrong with me. I'm I'm trying to get healthy and self-aware. And like there's things that I want to continue growing in and continue getting to know about myself because I am constantly evolving. Yeah. And I want to – the best relationship that I want to have is with myself. Exactly. And when I get more connected to myself, I'm more connected to the creation that God has made me, and I am more connected to God. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Exactly. But, I mean, if you were to come tell me, hey, Krista, like, I'm going to go get a checkup from a doctor, I would be like, oh, my God, Alexis, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Are you sick? Is something wrong? I'd just be like, okay, cool. Good. I hope everything's okay. Yeah. Why is that not the same <laughs> thing? Healthy. Yeah. Why is that not the same thing with mental health? And it, it is because, you know, it's been deemed as like, oh, if you have to go get counseling, then like something's, you're mentally ill. Like something <laughs> is wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Newsflash. Every single one of us is mentally ill. Every <laughs> single, yes. We're all like, we're all fucked up, guys. Yeah. If, okay, I do want to say one disclaimer. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Because we, we cuss a lot on this podcast. Oh, okay, yeah. one Sorry. disclaimer, which we said it way, way in the beginning, but I'm just going to reiterate as well. Yes, please. We are Christians who cuss because I believe... Krista's point, pouring her <laughs> Who cuss and drink wine. Krista's drinking. Sorry. Don't say Krista with your white claw over there. I know, I'm drinking a white claw. Okay, so we are Christians who drink as well. Okay, sorry. I just love that. That's it's just, so funny. It's just funny because, you know, I just think about like all the shame that's put on, you know, put on to people who like. Yes, which you, actually I'm going to bring that into okay, yeah, as cool. well. Okay, go ahead. Okay. We're <laughs> sorry. We're Christians who cuss too because I believe that cuss like cussing like just saying shit or fuck (laughs) it's just very expressive like i'm expressing something now listen saying like fuck you or asshole or go to hell go to hell that is cursing somebody that is talking down and using your tongue you know like what it says in the Bible, like bringing somebody down. Like, yes, that is something completely different. Now, if I'm explaining something as in like, I'm not going to say I have a poopy day. I'm going to, I'm a grown ass woman. I'm going to say I had a shitty day. So, and so I'm, that's just the way I am. And I don't feel convicted. I actually like have cussed with God before in my conversations <laughs> expressing how I feel and I don't feel condemned or convicted or shame about it at all. It's me expressing feelings. And also Jesus did cuss. His disciples did cuss. And um, and this is me and Chris's platform and yeah. we are partnered with God on it. And we're going to be completely ourselves. So I am asking and I am stating and telling you and allowing you to give me permission, but if you don't even give me it, I'm not going to listen to it. We are going to be completely ourselves on here. Yeah. So we're not going to, if you don't like the cussing or if you're triggered by it, that's something that you need to get in touch with and ask all this stuff. 
Yeah. And we're not going to force it on you. But also, like, we're going to be completely ourselves on this platform mm-hmm. because we're, we're, we believe in not hiding anything. Yeah. Um, and we believe in making people feel uncomfortable too with the uncomfortable Ooh. conversations, not like in Ooh. a nasty way, but just like things that you've probably thought about before, but are too scared to say, or too scared to talk about, or yeah. too scared to think. Because this is an open space where you won't be judged in that you have every right to feel the way that you feel because with yeah. that honesty, truth can come in, freedom can yeah. come in. That's how I've always felt about it. And bringing judgment in talking about control this week (laughs) um you actually cannot control if people are going to judge you or not and that's something that i've had to learn quite recently especially with me and chris's podcast like we do get judgment people um we had a lot of judgment (laughs) when i shared my story in the beginning and that was more on their hearts and you know what i realized honestly is judgment is a protector oh yeah like when you judge someone or criticize somebody, you're actually just protecting yourself from what you feel when you view something that they have that you might not have. Yeah. So you judge them for it. Yeah. And it's much easier to criticize and judge someone else than looking inward and focusing on what's going on inside here in your heart or focusing on what pain that you are having that you've like stuck down so far mm-hmm. that it's manifesting in bitterness judgment um criticism like all this condescending yeah. things yeah so it's more of like a them thing rather than a me thing and i'm going to continue being myself and but that's why like take like the bachelor and the bachelorette for instance and like <laughs> selling sunset okay. because that's oh just gosh. what i binge watch like yeah and, like, me and Krista will even do this. Like, don't get us wrong. Like, we will, like, <laughs> we used to really judge and criticize oh everyone. Oh, like, so bad. Because it's so easier to, like, focus on the reality TV, quote-unquote reality, <laughs> um, and not focus in on our own lives and what we need to work on. Yeah. And... I mean, don't get me wrong. Me and Krista still love watching Selling Sunset and Bachelor, Bachelorette sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like because we like to analyze people now and see like, oh, I know why she's reacting like that because I reacted that way and I know. <laughs> <laughs> like you never want to watch shows with us because we're like, oh my God, yeah, okay, so there must have been something in her past to make mm-hmm, her feel like mm-hmm. this way. There, See, he deals with a lot of pride and that's why he's, you know, like we just analyze the oh, show. Oh, he has a lot people. of abandonment issues. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, rejection issues right there. That's yeah. manifestation right there. That's why he's acting like that. You know, like that's what we do. So I also do want to say whoever has felt like, oh my God, just people are constantly judging me and I just feel like I can't do anything right and I'm not good enough. Like their judgment is their protector of what's really going on inside them. It yeah. is not about you, honey. It yeah. is not about you. It is about them. Exactly. So don't take it seriously or don't let it affect truly your identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and step into a powerful place in your identity and be like, oh, you can sit there and judge me because you're the one who looks like a fool. Yeah. If I'm being completely honest, I mean, even Jesus called people a fool. So I'm going to call you a fool. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to still stand in my you know, identity and be powerful and I'm going to still be myself. And that's what me and Krista are going to do. And don't get me wrong. Like we are not super prideful. (laughs) And and what I mean by that is like, we will accept if we're wrong. Like we're not saying ownership. Yeah. We're not saying, you know what? Well, we're right all the time. And so we're just going to keep doing That's not what we're saying. We're just saying that we have gone through journeys in our personal lives and with God and we have come to a place where we feel like I finally feel connected. I finally yeah. feel the more me, the the most myself mm-hmm. that I've ever felt in my whole life. And I cuss. And I cuss. And I drink wine from time to time. Yes, yeah, so and- I drink wine and, you know, I go over the speed limit and, you know, I do all these things, but that doesn't mean that I'm a bad Christian or that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm a, a bad, bad person or, or a bad, bad boy. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that does not mean that. It's just I'm human. Mm-hmm. Like, But that's the thing. There's a lot of Christians that do all this stuff. Like, there's a lot, but yeah. they hide it. The difference between us we're not yeah, hiding it. We're not hiding it. We're literally putting it on a platform for you to hear. Yeah. Like we don't, we don't 
hide that because hiding just creates a lot of cycles like shame yeah it's it's really not healthy (laughs) we really gotta get it down to it um so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we were saying something before we just went on that huge thing. <laughs> but so I've been, I've decided for so I'm for those of you who don't know, I'm a teacher, okay, and I have decided to start implementing like social emotional learning in my classroom for the last five weeks of school, and so yeah, basically so just good. like. The things that I, and I keep telling them, I'm like, y'all, I just learned this at 24 years of age. Like you're nine and 10. How cool would it be to already know it? (laughs) You know, whenever I'm nine and 10, like I think back. And so I've been like showing these videos about like, you know, their social, emotional health, all that stuff. And, um, there's been some videos that have talked about, you know, like, um, our thoughts, our feelings and our actions are all like in this triangle. They are all connected. Um, And so you start like with your thought and that thought can affect your feeling. And then that feeling affects your action. And then those actions again, affect the thoughts and it's just, it continues in this little triangle. So for example, if I'm thinking, um, you know, I absolutely suck at this negative thought, then my feeling is probably going to be sadness, disappointment, one of those. And then my actions are going to be like me being sluggish, me not like really being present, you know, like I'm going to be kind of like, you know, like I feel like everybody has felt "Eh," at some point in their life, you know? Oh yeah. And then as I'm feeling, "Eh," I'm like, see, you suck. Like it just is a constant thing. Mm -hmm. And so I actually read a book to the, to these kids and y'all, I'm 26 years old and I would still (laughs) recommend this picture book to anybody. It is called Seeds and Trees. Okay. Okay. So this whole book is talking about this little boy who he has like this forest, a kingdom, and you know, as he's walking through life, different people keep handing him these seeds and some Mm. seeds have a green essence and some seeds have a dark essence. And Whoa. each seed that he gets, he keeps planting in his garden. No matter what, takes the seed, takes the seed, takes the seed, planting. Because the little boy, he doesn't know what to do with them. So he's taking the seeds, planting them, planting them, planting them. Okay. And so as he's growing up, showing him growing up and like all these seeds. And he notices that, you know, the green seeds, they're just, you know, beautiful and green and they feel safe. And then all these dark seeds they have thorns on them and they hurt and they feel rough and he's just still, you know, watering and because he doesn't know what to do with them. So he's just like, whatever, they're supposed to be here. So he's still going through life, going through life. And eventually he gets to an adult, to adulthood and he, he finds this friend and this friend, she only carries green seeds. She only has those green seeds. She only has the good seeds. She's only positive and she sees his quote-unquote garden and sees how many dark seeds are in there and there's some light seeds but the dark seeds are overcoming the light seeds and um she basically is just waiting around waiting around for him to invite her into his garden okay Mm -hmm. and eventually he says hey do you want to come into my garden and so she's like yeah of course and so she goes into his garden and she's like they're walking together through this garden and he's like reminiscing like oh yeah that was the tree that's whenever i got that tree and that's when i got this red tree and this is when i got that green tree and oh yeah those thorny trees that's what happened they're reminiscing and then she like basically looks at him and she's like hold on i'm gonna go get some tools and she goes and gets tools comes back to the garden and she's like which one of these do you not want? Oh, wow. And he was like, you know what? That one right there, that one really hurts. She's like, okay. She grabs, I kid you not, she goes and grabs her axe, knocks it down. And she's, and she just like looks at him. She's like, it's gone, but ooh, we're not done yet. Let's dig up these roots. Digs up the roots of like those negative trees, those, those dark trees. The one that, that caused- she already chopped down? Yeah. Holy she digs up, she doesn't just chop it down. She digs up the roots, takes it out. And then takes out one of her green seeds and plants it in there. Oh my god! And so, and so, listen. I'm done reading this book, and of course, this is the first time. Honestly, I just saw this book. If I'm being honest, I saw this book in my room, and I was like, okay, we'll we're gonna use this today. I kid you not. I read that book, and I'm like, 
I would have started what? crying. The fuck? And the kids were like, oh my God, there's so many trees. And I was like, no, 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 that is not what that's talking about. And so I literally went into this thing about like, guys, you are the forest. Think about yeah. your body as the garden, the forest where you are planting all these seeds. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I know. And you're walking through life and yeah. you can't control what kind of seeds people give you. Yeah. Some people are going to give you those green positive trees, those green actions, those nice actions. They're going to be super good and you're going to plant that in you and they're going to grow really nicely and they're going to make you feel safe. Some people are going to hand you those dark seeds and they're going to cause thorn. They're going to cause pain in your life. Okay. And there might be some that are rooted in you from childhood because you didn't know what you were growing at that point. You had no clue. And what's happening though is throughout life, you're just sitting there with both kinds of trees in you, the good and the bad. Oh my God. And, and I really feel like this lady in this story is like kind of representing that Mm self-awareness and representing that, um, idea that, you know, I actually don't have to hang on to both kinds of trees. Yeah. Like I actually have the power to go dig up those damn roots mm-hmm. and ca- oh, oh, in the book, they literally cast them into the ocean. Wow. Oh, this is biblical. <laughs> it really is. And so basically you're getting all these and you've planted some, but it's that realization that you can go back and you can dig up the ones that are causing you pain. You can dig up the ones that are, have thorns mm-hmm. And you can replace them with Goodness, good seeds. Goodness, healing. Exactly. And then guess what? Once you're moving on from there, it's going to be so much easier that when someone does hand you a red seed, some life hands you a red seed, yeah. you don't plant it. You throw it yes. away. Yes. Oh my God. Amen. <laughs> I kid you not, like my mouth dropped to the floor. <laughs> right. That like, is literally so sweet. And that happened this week. I read that this week and I was like, I needed that. Yeah. I needed that little reminder that I am in control of what gets planted in my garden, what gets planted in my thoughts, what gets planted in myself. Mm. I am in control of that. I don't have to let other people control it. I, I am the gardener. (laughs) Well, and I just think it's so beautiful that like, it doesn't start like when you put in that new green seed, it starts as a seed. Mm -hmm. It doesn't quickly grow into a tree. They don't replace it with the new green tree that has already been grown. No, they replace that big old red, you know, thorny tree. <laughs> they cast it out and they plant something new, new so it can mm-hmm. grow into fruition. If that is not like what our life has been so far oh my is God, taking out. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh my God. I feel like we have been digging out all of those thorny trees and We've been trying to replace them with those green good trees. And it's like, I'm not going to see that fruition right then and there. I'm not yeah. going to see the fruits of that right then and there. I'm I literally tearing up. <laughs> like, that literally makes me want to cry. You're That's like, so, I'll see it later. Yeah. like I. But I know it's there. Right. Like I know it's going to grow. And mm-hmm. I know it's there. And goodness is coming. And yeah, I'm so glad you shared that. I really want to cry. Seeds and trees. <laughs> It's like a fourth grade book, but like but it's so and deep. It, and it's encouraging to other people of like, oh, I don't have to tolerate this. Yeah. Oh, I don't have to like allow this in my life. I can say no to it. In that moment, you realize your power. Yes, exactly. Amen. Oh <laughs> I think that's a good note to end on. Yes. Like I just feel like, I mean, it's so cool. I mean, Yeah. It is so cool whenever, you know, our life throws a lot of stuff at us in a week because then it's like almost all those lessons that we've learned to f- learned before just get reinforced. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool to be able to remember those lessons that I learned during like my healing process and be like, oh yes, now I can share them because I'm being reminded of it right now. You know what I mean? It's hard to remember everything, <laughs> you know, that we've gone through for the past two years separately in our lives. Mm-hmm. And be able to share it on the podcast, but that's the point: is to be able to talk about uncomfortable things and then share things that we have gone through that can hopefully help somebody else. Yeah, and it's like, you know, you learn so much. You want to be able to like overflow and give that away to people. Yeah, because that's what we're all here for. Like, we're all created. We're all here, like united. Well, we were. God's heart is for us to be united and help one another. Yeah. You know, we can either choose to hurt one another or we can heal, help heal mm-hmm. one another. Ooh, 
One last, since you said the word hurt, one last thing that I keep telling my kids all week is that the sooner you realize that hurt people hurt, hurt people, people yeah. the more empathy and understanding you'll have for people yeah. and the less, the less you'll take it personally because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're just like, mm. mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you still can't be angry. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you still can't allow yourself to feel those justified feelings. Yeah. But you don't let that hurting person take something from you. You don't plant that seed. Yeah. They hand you that seed. That seed is thorny. It still hurts. I'm still going to cry. Yeah. But I'm also going to throw that shit away. (laughs) Amen. Because I know, you know what, that's maybe that's all you got right now. Yeah. So. Oh, damn. That's good. (laughs) Oh, I'm sweating. (laughs) I'm sweating. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. (laughs) You gotta, okay. you gotta validate and hype yourself up. You yeah, know for I mean? real. You doing good, sis. Look <laughs> yeah. at you. I feel like this is a really good episode. I, I mean, feel like too. Shit, like, I oh. liked it. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna listen to it. <laughs> um, but I hope you really like this episode, guys. And I think I was thinking about this as we were talking in the middle of this episode. Like we do give homework out sometimes, and um, I really felt in powered to tell y'all that I want to encourage you this week whenever you listen to this episode like I want you to do at least one nice thing for yourself Mm -hmm. every day like one kind thing that you can do to honor and respect your heart and I want you to do that every day this week you should Mm -hmm. do it every day but just start with this week plant that seed plant that green essence (laughs) yes and it it could be a small thing honestly like getting your favorite food that day or getting your favorite drink or you know taking some time to do like just detach yeah at the end of the day like you got to do what works for you because what might work for me might not you know connect to your personal heart so beautiful you know try to figure out what could what could you do today to honor and respect yourself and honor your heart beautiful does that mean to talk to yourself self-talk or just whatever try something yes um and then um we do want to start bringing people on here to you know give them a space to open up and share their story and hopefully Mm -hmm. you can connect with those people's stories so we would just love for you. You can um, connect with us either over our Instagram, The Real Meaning of Humanity, or on our website, The Real Meaning of Humanity Podcast.com. And you can share your story there through via email on our podcast page. And we just want to hear from y'all. Mm-hmm. We love y'all so much. We love connecting yes. with y'all. <laughs> we actually love when y'all DM us and share some things. And <laughs> yeah, even if you don't agree, like literally yes. anything, we just like connection. Yes, we love connecting connecting with y'all and talking to y'all so um but yeah I hope you have a great week be kind to yourself Mm -hmm. and plant those seeds if you need to go back talk to your little boy talk to your little girl and you know just heal and remember that you cannot control everything control is just an illusion but what you can control is how you're going to respond and how you're going to take your power back beautiful Mm. yes <laughs> have a great week on that note guys yes we love y'all we love you bye, bye.